Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast. We've been talking a little bit here on the show today about the Connor McDavid rookie card, autographed rookie card that just became the most expensive sports card of the modern era. Era. It sold the other day on eBay for seventy-two thousand dollars Canadian. And just ask the question: What do you do with that? I think Bryce said you can't hang it on your wall. And somebody texted and said, you can totally hang it on your wall. They have cases for that. Yeah, but then you have a tiny hockey card hanging on a giant wall, which would be fine if you were like 10 inches tall and you lived in a dollhouse. It'd be weird just to see a little card on the wall. Uh, somebody, I asked the question, like, what do you do with a $72,000 sports card? Do you look at it every day? Do you let your friends handle it? Did you just leave it on the coffee table? What do you do? Greg texted and said, Garner is a fellow audiophile. You can appreciate how a $72,000 sports card just sounds better in the bike spokes. A true analog motorcycle sound. So true. Uh, Jason said, Garner, do you think it was Wayne Gretzky that secretly bought the card? How funny would that be? Ha ha. We should start that rumor that it was Gretzky that bought it. Because didn't the Gretzky rookie card, I think I read, I think it sold for like $450,000 US for a Gretzky rookie card. Somebody who's up on sports cards can fill us all in. Garner! I have a, a really awkward story about my girlfriend and Taylor Hall. Oh, okay. I would love to hear this. Okay, so she uh, she was a waitress for a little while at Cactus Club Cafe and... Uh, I guess Taylor Hall and Nugent Hopkins came in one night, and they're talking, and she's got them sitting in her section. She's not from Edmonton, so she doesn't know who they are, and uh, she's, like, asking them as they're paying their bill, like, what are you guys going to do after this? And, and Taylor Hall, I guess, is like, oh, we're just getting our, sh- or our skates sharpened. So she looks at him, and she's like, oh, that's cute. You guys are like, uh, Beer League or something? And uh, I guess, like, Nugent choked up a little bit. Hall just kind of deadpan stared at her, and he's like, no, we, we play for the Oilers. And she's like, oh. Said an NHL team, you guys any good? Oh. And I guess just came in, never ever sat in her section again, refused to tip her. It was hilarious. Oh, well, see, I don't like that part of the story. I, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I would just laugh at that. Go, yeah, beer league. Why would you just let that slide? Yeah, why do you have to take it so seriously? I think it'd be amazing to have someone serve you and be never even heard of the Oilers before. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't sound that story has a hint of BS to it. A little bit. Because I think he, everyone knows who the Oilers are. Oh, I know why we were talking about this. Because we were talking about that $72,000 Connor McDavid rookie card. What do you do with a $72,000 rookie card? Like, Just tuck it away in your sock drawer? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, somebody's... I'm trying to find the text now. Where'd it go? Oh, hey. Uh, hey, guys. My dad collects hockey cards and coins. It's been a hobby of his since he was a very young man. He's now sitting on about $80,000 worth of coins and cards. He's thinking about selling as it really just sits in a safe in the basement. So what's the one thing you do with hockey cards? Let them sit for 30 years and accumulate value. Haha, that's from Kate. Okay, well, they're not all going to go up in value. No, and I don't have the patience to wait that long. No. I want the money now. Yeah, I want a quick return. Yeah. Anyway, Bryce Kelly's here now, Sonic Weather. Bryce? Uh, mix of sun and cloud today. It's going to be overall a pretty nice day. We'll see a high of 
19. They say later on tonight there's a possibility of some showers, but that the, that's the future's problem. Right now here at Sonic, it's 11 degrees. Sonic weather is for Dirks. What can their master tailor do for you? They'll craft the perfect fit for your body type, from kids to big and tall, within a week or two. Value collection suits start at $2.99. More at dirks.ca. Uh, 423-1029 is my phone number over here at Sonic if you want to chit and chat. Somebody said, uh, hey, Garner, this is Jason. Do you think it was Wayne Gretzky that secretly bought that card? How funny would that be? Ha ha. Hmm, I say we start that rumor. Gretzky bought it early before the price could go up, so it came nowhere close to his rookie card. Numbers. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Because his rookie card, what was that, like 465000 U.S.? It was a lot of money. That's crazy. Huh. Do you collect sports cards? What do you do with them? Do you sit in your basement alone with white gloves on and stare at them? Please. I'm not trying to diminish your your hobby. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Hey, uh, oh, your uh, sport card uh, values? Yeah, yeah. How does this person said that they found a box of old sports co- cards that a roommate left behind? How do they find out what they're worth? eBay. You go to eBay and you find, you can look for, there will be that card out there somewhere. And you can even filter them down by sold listings and find out how much it's sold for. Are you a sports card collector? I don't collect sports cards. I collect comic cards. Comic cards are a thing? Yeah, Marvel and DC, they have their own card sets out there. Okay, do you have any really valuable ones? I have uh, sketch cards that were drawn on by the artist. And I've probably got 40 of them. And probably worth about $1,000 between all of them. Not a thousand dollars each. No, 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 no. They're twenty to fifty each. What do you ever late at night when everyone's in bed? Do you put on the white gloves and just sit at the kitchen table and stare at them, or what? What do you do with them? Yes, actually, I do. I'll <laughs> read the backs. I'll whatever. Just look at my collection. Alphabetize. <laughs> they're all they're already sleeved and uh, in a binder, so they're all yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll look through them probably once every two or three months. Okay, cool. So you're actually doing something with them. Yeah, no, I, you, no point in having something if you don't enjoy it. Do you really have white gloves? No, no, I don't. They're all, the, all my cards are in plastic. Oh. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Sugar Mountain Cotton Candy, tomorrow speaking. How can I help you? Hey, it's Garner over at Sonic. Hi, Garner. How are you? Good. You make cotton candy? I actually have a business where I make cotton candy and wholesale it in over 55 flavors. <laughs> wow. What's the number one yeah. flavor? What? No, hang on a second. What is flavor? What is the least popular flavor of cotton uh, candy? Black licorice. Oh, gross. Black licorice, yeah. And, and uh, cinnamon. Apple cinnamon. <laughs> Those ones you're not... When, when are you going to just sort of pull those off the shelf? Uh, I can't because sometimes people ask for them and they are always available. Once in a blue moon, I get asked for black licorice and so I, I need to have it. It's weird when I see people over the age of about 19 <laughs> that want cotton candy. <laughs> You, you know what? I actually I do a lot of weddings and birthday parties and corporate events. 
So over 19 are just children at heart. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's so, one of those things. If somebody gives me a little bit of cotton candy, I'm always like, "Oh, I got to start eating more cotton candy." But then I forget about it immediately for some reason. Yeah. It's the exact same relationship I have with fish and chips. <laughs> yeah. That's not why I was caught. Yeah. What, what is your first name? My name is Tamara. Tamara. With a T. Yeah. You collect Pez dispensers. I collect Pez. So I've been collecting Pez since the mid '90s. And I have over 5,000. Do you have them I, all on display? No, I have them all. In, I have ones that are in packages. And if they're very old from the 40s and 50s, they obviously aren't in packages. But they're tucked away in Tupperwares. Um, none of them are out. Of, if they were new enough to have a package, they're not, they're not out of the package. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're going to put uh, Tamara on hold here. I want to talk to her in a few minutes here. See, a Pez dispenser collection can be very, very valuable. And it's also an easy one to get into because you see Pez dispensers everywhere you go. And I want to get some tips from her. What should we be looking for? So we can make millions upon millions of dollars with our Pez dispenser collections. And we could put Tamara out of business. The thing about Pez dispensers is after you get about three pieces of candy out of it, it breaks. Is that what happens? Yeah. It's been a long time since I fueled my passion for Pez. So they're probably cooler to look at than they are to actually use. Garner! I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. This right here, this is a fairly new Sonic Rock door. Here, have another listen. Samuel was on today. He guessed AJR Sober Up. That's not the song behind the door. Tomorrow morning at 8.20, we play for $112. Good luck. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door Jackpot. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Podcast. Tomorrow, how often are you adding a new Pez dispenser to your collection? Well, I don't really buy the ones you see at Shoppers or the dollar store because they're mass-produced. Um... Typically, I'm looking for ones online that come from, uh, for example, a baseball game in the States might do, you know, they might print out, or sorry, they might produce 800 for all the people in the stands or, you know, 1,000 as a limited limited edition. Those are the ones I'm after. I'm I'm not after Dory or, you know, whatever, some dollar store one. Yeah. Just really rare ones. So Sometimes what is, you come across ones from Eastern Europe, where they produce in um, Austria, where they might have defects, missing an eye, missing some part of it. I'm also looking for those as well. What is the yeah. holy grail of Pez dispensers? What is the oh. one that everybody's after? Okay, there's a few of them just off the top of my memory. Any Pez that came out in the 40s, as Pez was actually originally a breastment and they just came in a solid stick. So any of those solid sticks, you're after. There's also these um, make-a-face Pez that came out in the 60s where, sort of like a Mr. Potato Head, they have parts that attach. I have two of those, but they're not a complete set. Uh, Those are very desirable. So when people come over to your house and they're like, let me see your your most expensive Pez dispensers, the... Make a face Pez, those are the ones you go for immediately? I am proud of my make a face Pez. 
that's definitely up high on the list. I'm also proud of my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle collection. I have probably all 60 of them in the weird varieties. Okay. Hey, I just found a vintage Pez make-a-face. Uh, this is on eBay, and this one sold. Do you want to guess how much it sold for? Oh, probably 60 bucks. No. How much? couple hundred? $1,151. Ooh, that's a good one. Do you uh, still enjoy the Pez, the delicious Pez candies? Uh, sometimes I can partake in one of those if it's an orange flavor. Ooh, that's your number one? That's my that's my go-to, yep. Okay. No grape for me, no cherry for me. Okay, Tamara, thank you very much. Everybody go out there and compete with her for uh, Pez dispensers this summer at garage sales and thrift stores everywhere. What do you collect? Huh? What are you into? I like this topic at this time of year because all the garage sales are firing up. And you're in full-on treasure hunter mode, aren't you? Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast! Podcast! So, uh, the collections thing. Mm, what do you collect, sport? Oh, I don't, I don't anymore, sport. I, uh, I used to collect baseball hats, and then one day I realized I had three green garbage bags full of baseball hats, and I went... What is wrong with me? <laughs> you didn't do. Uh, you didn't use the rear dash of your car as a rolling display case for your baseball hat collection. No, but on that note, I did see a car once. I kid you not, that had two big black ceramic horses on the rear deck of their car, loose, just rolling around. <laughs> well, they were sitting there. No, but what kept? I thought about this for years later. I think I ever hit the brakes hard. You got a ceramic horse, horse right the through the back of the head. What did you do with that hat collection? Mm-hmm. Probably went in the dumpster during my divorce purge. Ooh, now, did she throw in the dumpster during the divorce oh, purge? Oh, no, 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 no. I, uh, no, I just, you know, sometimes you just hit that point, you know? Yeah, you gotta I, start I, fresh. I did have 15 motorcycles. Now, that was a nice collection. Yeah, 15 motorcycles? Yeah, vintage stuff, like old Jawas and CZs and... Really old antique dirt bikes from when I was actually competitive and stuff. And then that went with the divorce. <laughs> she wanted them more than I did, apparently. Yeah, because she knew that she knew how much you wanted them. Oh, and the waterbed. Now, why would she want our waterbed? Because she knew that, how much you wanted it. I didn't, but I. Okay, how much is this costing me for coach time? It's costing you nothing today. It's Wednesday. I give away free bad advice on Wednesday mornings. So thank you for that. Uh, people don't do that anymore, do they? Or maybe do they do it in small towns where they display their hat collection in the rear window of the car? I know that used to be a thing when I was a much younger man. Not for me, but everybody's dad or grandpa used to display probably between about 7 and 14 hats in the rear window of the LTD. And they were from various farm implement dealerships. But are people here in the big city displaying the hat collection in the rear window of the car? And I need to talk about the, um, how is it not, I saw a guy last night, I was driving, and he had, you know, the fake grapes that you might put in the middle of a dining room table to add an element of sophistication to the room? He had, like, a bunch of fake grapes hanging from his rearview mirror. Like, how is that not a distraction when you're driving? It's obstructing your vision. That was weird. People hang some giant stuff from their mirrors. Garner. Uh, morning, Garner. Uh, I've got a uh, 
hat collecting story. <laughs> yeah, that's the hot topic on the show today, hat collecting. It is scintillating radio. Yeah. So growing up, my dad worked in the oil patch, and so people used to always just give hats for some unknown reason. And he used to tack them up on his wall in his home office. So he had like three rows of hats that circulated the entire room. Would he know if one of the hats was out of position? Like if you decided one day to break into his office because you were going out with your best girl on a Friday night and you decided to borrow his precision drilling hat, would he notice? Uh, well, they were they were nailed, so he would have absolutely noticed. Oh, okay. they were up he there permanently. finishing nails and had tacked them up there on his own. Do people give out hats anymore? What's the... I don't... I get the feeling they don't. Uh, it's rare to get a hat now, I, I would like to think. I am so particular about my hats, though, too, that chances are if you gave me a hat, I wouldn't wear it because it would look dumb on me. I feel the same way. There's, there's, there's a hat out there somewhere that'll look good on me, but I haven't found it yet. Mm. I have one hat, and there's a local band called Forrester. They gave me a hat. One of the guys from Forrester gave me a hat about a year ago. It might be my all-time favorite hat. I think it looks fantastic on me, but it's got a flat brim on it, and I get ridiculed every time I wear it. Because you're older than 15. Well, when do you age out of the flat brim cap? I think once you hit 16, once you're a man. Really? I th- oh. and, uh, or unless you're a professional baseball player. I just love the flat brim hat, but the people that are closest to me tell me I look like an ass. Yeah, my, my wife tells me the same thing. Those are their exact words, too. You look like an ass. Yeah. Uh, we should discuss this a little bit. I need some help on this one. I like the flat brim hat, but if you tell me that people my age should not be wearing it, I will listen to you because I trust what you have to say. And don't say, Garn, wear whatever you want if it makes you happy. Because if that was the case, I would wear skates to work. And that would make nobody happy except for me. Garner! We're discussing the flat brim hat. Mm-hmm. We got onto that topic today. When do you age out of the flat brim hat? Uh, I have a couple of them. I absolutely love them. But I never leave my yard in a flat brim hat because I've been uh, the victim of too much grief about my flat brim hat. Somebody tell you, this is from Zach. It says, Garn, it's been my experience that guys who wear the flat brim hats have attitudes that would leave you saying, hey, that guy is a huge DB. I know it's not all of the flat brim hat guys, but it's too many to not take note of. Hmm. Take that into consideration. Uh, somebody else says, Garner, on the topic of hat styles we don't need, I am glad visors are no longer a thing. Yeah, visors. When you only want to get cancer on the top of your head. 423-1029 is the phone number. You can text us at 10029. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. You just sound like a ray of sunshine. I think I am. Good. <laughs> You were you were talking about the hats and the flat brimmed hat. Yeah, the flat brim hat. I I have a couple and I absolutely love them. But the people closest to me say, "You look like an ass." 
You know what? Some some guys our age can can pull it off. My well, and my neighbor Darren. You know Darren. Darren, you and Darren are, are buddies. Da- are well, Darren friends. does all the time, and I bet you he his, pulls and, it off. And his wife Cindy gives him no grief whatsoever. No. But my my wife, on the other hand, woof. Maybe you're not pulling it off, Garner. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe, <gasps> How dare maybe you need to get some some tips from Darren. Maybe there's a certain way you gotta. Wa- maybe it's the glasses. He wears those big, like the thick hipster glasses. Maybe you need the glasses that go with that. Well, yeah, Darren did that move too. Where and Darren's close to my age. He did that move where he went and bought a pair of cool sunglasses and then had them turn into prescription glasses because he liked the frames. Oh, I did not know so that's that. That's what those are. Yeah. Oh, that's, I know Darren's secret now. Next time I see him, I'll be like, meh, I know what you're up to. So you live right on the same street as him, right? Yeah, we live on the corner. He's, yeah. he's two houses over. We share we share a bad neighbor that we don't like. They just moved in. <laughs> uh, are they super annoying in their backyard with their swimming pool? Do they make a lot of noise? Yeah, well, I haven't heard a lot this summer, yet, maybe because we had such a late summer, but we have a balcony off of our master bedroom, and I, like, lean over as far as I can to see if I can see what they're doing in their pool. Yeah. And they, and they don't invite me over. Have you ever heard me yell, cannonball, and then go off the roof? Uh, no. Oh. I need to know when you're there. I'll sit, I'll sit on my balcony all night. They, okay. won't in, they won't invite me over when you're there because I think they think I'm going to embarrass them. Aw, Really? Yeah, I think so. Maybe you could say something. So okay. how come I haven't met Kelly yet? <laughs> I'll I'll put in a good word, okay? Yeah, yeah, would you? <laughs> okay, and by good word, Darren, if you're listening right now, don't invite her. Anyway, the flat brim hat. 4231029. Do you age out of the flat brim hat? The Garner Andrew Show podcast. Garner. We started talking about collections, the things people collect. How people used to collect hats. I don't think people are into hat collections anymore. And then I asked the question, when do you age out of the flat brim ball cap? And personally, I have a couple of them and I like them. But I never leave my house in them because the people that are closest to me tell me that I look like a hole when I wear a flat brim hat. Uh, Somebody just said, hey guys, I got to chime in. I think flat brim hats are the same as emojis. Once you're a legal adult, all activity or usage must be stopped. Dave. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is from John. Good morning, Garn. Flat brim hats are for anyone who wants to put one on. Heck, if you're really brave, fanny packs are coming back. I'm 40 and teach at a post-secondary institute and I toss on a flat brim on the weekend or after work. Stay young, brother, and don't get sucked into the updraft of being a grown-up. Although my wife wishes I would. Well, thank you, John. Uh, go ahead. Hey, good morning, Garner. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. How about you? Good. I just wanted to add into your flat brim hat comment. <laughs> okay, have I aged out of the flat brim ball cap? I would have to disagree. See, my family and I, we all wear flat brim caps because it's different. Yeah. So what's, what's to put an age on it? Like, my husband's almost 45, and yeah. we're still rocking the flat brim hat. Yeah, you have that Alberta douchebag that's always got something to say about it, but uh, who's to say there's an age on it? I think if you like it, you like it. Yeah. I, I, I like it. Really, it keeps the sun off my face better too. And some of them are big enough that I can tuck my ears inside. That's what I 
do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, no, we have uh, every Marvel flat brim hat that you could imagine, we own it. So, uh, we, I agree with it. I don't think that you should change the way you like. I personally find that it keeps more sun off my eyes as well. Yeah, okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to stop caring. I think you should. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, June 6th, and this is the Hot Scoop. Yesterday, another music festival announced their lineup, the Voodoo Festival in New Orleans at Halloween time. Arctic Monkeys, Childish Gambino, and Mumford & Sons will all be headlining, with Mumford & Sons being the really interesting one because they've done very few live shows this year, and perhaps this headline billing could mean new music is brewing. Sonic! The Cobain family drama continues. Courtney Love already being sued by Francis Bean Cobain's ex-husband for allegedly plotting to kill him. And she's now being sued by that ex-husband's ex. Yes, it is very confusing, but this woman is accusing Courtney Love of many things, including stalking. Sonic! And Weezer just released their cover of Africa by Toto last week, but it appears that new original music from Weezer could be coming quickly. Rivers Cuomo tweeted that new music is coming next week. They have been working on the Black Album lately, and maybe this is the first taste of that. That's it for music news you can use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. Garner? Garner, on the topic of hats, yes, that's right, we're talking about hats on the show today. I am a server. Last night I was working and a man wearing a hat came in and was sitting at a table beside one of the other tables I was serving. The woman at the other table I was serving was so annoyed because the man did not remove his hat. She said she just wanted to flip it off his head. I loved how passionate the woman was of her view. Her and my father could travel the world teaching manners. Ah, yeah, hats at the table. You know, person, unless I'm outside eating in the hot sun, I would normally take my hat off, but it's one of those things. To this day, I just don't understand how it's disrespectful. And I do take my hat off because I know there are people that are offended by it, but I just don't get offended by someone wearing a hat in a, res- a restaurant, you know. I normally reserve my getting offended, you know, for things like uh, racism, homophobia, all-round intolerance. But maybe somebody can explain why that is uh, offensive. And my wife's dad, he was like that. If you left your hat on in his house for more than like five seconds, or God forbid you sat down at the table, he'd let you know. I just don't understand how that's offensive. You know what I really don't like though? People that wear their hoodie hoods up in shopping malls. Why are you doing that? Do you think I can't see you? On another topic that's, I mean, it's not about hats, it's about the other end of your body. This person says, okay, this needs to be addressed. At about two years old, maybe three, boys grow out of wearing their waistlines around their knees. It's the most childish childish look that someone is way too old to get away with. Not one man or boy looks good with the look of a load of S in their pants. Mish. Uh, yeah, the thing that I just... I, I, it doesn't offend me when I see somebody low-riding their pants, but it just seems like a lot of work. Especially when you have to break into just sort of that ha- 
half jog in order to catch the bus. You have to run like a penguin and you're holding your pants up. That just seems like a lot of work. Pulling up, tighten your belt. You'll be fine. And then loosen them once you get to your destination. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more.